hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of We Watch Shudder. My name is Michelle (laughs) and who is here with me? It's JD. It's JD. It's always JD and it's always Michelle. It's always us. Every Uh, dang time. This is our last uh, Shutter exclusive and or original for the month. Um, did we end on a high note? We don't know. There's only one way to find out. Well, uh, I mean, JD, what are I we mean, talking about? We know. You and I know. I don't know. know your thoughts, though. I True. honestly don't know how you True. feel about this. We uh, well, I'm, and I'm I'm, I'm honestly also uh, in a similar place about you. There are things about this movie. Mm-hmm. That uh, well, we'll talk about that in a moment. <laughs> uh, so, guys, uh, first of all, if this is your first time uh, picking up an episode of We Watch Shutter, thank you. Uh, and uh, if you're wondering what this podcast is all about, it's right there in the name, We Watch Shutter. Uh, if you don't know what Shutter is, Shutter is sort of like Netflix for horror movies, and they put out a lot of original and exclusive content, pretty much like one new title, sometimes two new titles every single week. And that's what we talk about here: is those original and exclusive movies. Uh, and today, we are talking about a release uh, called what, Michelle? Resurrection. It's it is a Shutter exclusive. A Shutter exclusive. I believe an IFC Midnight production, if I'm not mistaken. IFC Films. That sounds right. Uh, yes. And uh, it uh, stars uh, Rebecca Hall and Tim Roth couple of real well-known names and very respected and talented actors. Uh, Michelle, do you want to read the summary of this movie for the good people at home? I absolutely can, especially because it is short. Uh, Resurrection, the description straight from the Shutter website is... A woman's carefully constructed life is upended when an unwelcome shadow from her past returns, forcing her to confront the monster she's evaded for two decades. A Shudder exclusive. JD, I am dying to know what are your spoiler-free thoughts on Resurrection? Uh, Okay, well, I have to do this in two parts, uh, and I will also tell you why. uh, And uh, I have to say... Uh, if I'm evaluating the movie as uh, as academically as possible, uh, uh, just on its own merits, uh, this is a really really good movie. Uh, it's it, it does have some things about it that uh, that I think are are a little bit uh, you know could be be tweaked to improve it a, a little bit. Uh, as with a lot of movies, I feel like it's a little bit too long. Uh, and it gets a little long in the tooth, but we're actually going to talk about that in a moment as well. Uh, so as a movie, evaluating just the movie itself, uh, I feel like uh, this, uh, I, I think I would have give this like four and a quarter skulls. Four and a quarter skulls on Resurrection. However, your official? Okay. Yes, okay. yeah. But if we're talking about my experience of the movie... Uh, as we often say is a big portion of our scores. Uh, I have to say my experience of this movie was unfortunately like a two because some jerk brain spoiled the movie for me on the day it was released before I could see it. We're going to talk about that when we get into the spoilers section. So yes, actually, I mean, I I probably didn't need to do that in such a dramatic fashion. It's a fantastic movie. I really enjoyed it. I thought there was a lot of good stuff here. It was just such a bummer uh, that because of a stupid headline that got shared into my Twitter feed uh, by uh, from people at Shutter. Right, Come on, Shutter! People who should have known better. We're frankly. gonna get into it. Come we'll on, talk Shutter! About it. We'll talk about <laughs> it, guys. Uh, I really enjoyed Resurrection. Uh, mm-hmm. Michelle, how did you feel about this movie? I'm I'm genuinely curious uh, here as well. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I was super curious. You're going for a 4.25. This movie, sometimes you watch a movie and you can immediately tell this is going to be divisive for a lot of people. Uh It's going to be loved or hated. There's not going to be too much of a middle road. I also fall uh, in an extreme for this. Um, I can tell that... There's going to be a lot of people who this message doesn't resonate with and they can't connect with the characters. They don't understand what the lead is doing. They don't understand, uh, you know, a lot of the decisions and why they're made and they seem foolish. 
I am not one of those. This is a five skull movie for me. Nice. Nice. I kind I of, I, I, that, and yeah. that's where I was because I mean, uh, I, and obviously not going to, to dig into, into anything specifically, but just because of, uh, of, uh, how, you know, I, I know you pretty well, uh, and you've talked about some things, uh, in your life experience here on the show and just thinking about that and thinking about how this movie related to other movies, I definitely was like, Michelle is either going to fucking love this or fucking hate it. So I did. I, you I, also I, think of Lucky and Watcher because yes, of I course, did. Of course, and I, I was like, I didn't like those, but yet this one of is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, similar themes, but different. Right. Right. <laughs> but abs- and you know that's actually something that I'm was planning to talk about as well. That's crazy mm-hmm. that we're having, uh, I mean, maybe we're starting to like get all synced up, like our periods in order Whoa. or whatever, you know, yeah, this awesome. We're syncing up JD. Yeah. <laughs> fabulous. All right guys. So that's a, uh, that's a five skulls from Michelle, a four and a quarter mm-hmm. skulls uh, from JD, which I believe puts us at like a four and three eighths skulls. Uh, uh, as our, Four point three seven five. Four point two or four point six two five. Yes. Oh, four point six two five. No, that's more yes. like five eighths. That's a five oh eighths. Oh my god, skulls, man! I believe you. That's I could good. do that math if I had like a pen and paper. I'm not a, a mental math person. You said point six two five, right? Point six two five. Yeah, that's five eighths. <laughs> Yeah. Exciting. <laughs> right. a math nerd. Okay, okay guys. So yeah. uh, if you do want to see the movie uh, before we spoil it, uh, definitely do that. Uh, yep. Big spoiler warning. I uh, highly, highly recommend watching yeah. this one. Uh, so do I. It's not too uh, scary. But here's ooh. the thing. I am going to tell you what happens at the end of this movie, mm-hmm. and that's going to ruin the experience for you. Uh Take my word for it as somebody who was told more or less what happens at the end of this movie and it ruined the experience for me. Go watch it, guys. It's really (laughs) great. And if you don't want to get spoiled, you're going to want to pause right now. All right. Hopefully they came back. Let's get into it. Where do we start? Do you want to start with your spoiling? (laughs) No, I I don't even know, Michelle. I think... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we might as well, right? That's obviously the, I mean, the, the I have hot so much button to talk issue about. here. We can definitely yep. talk about the movie, and we will, and we should, and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so I was at work today, uh, have not had a chance to see the movie yet, because it just dropped here in Fargo, North Dakota, at 3 o'clock in the morning. And so I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Plan to watch it here day one, because that's what we do on this show. And I'm just scrolling through my Twitter feed, and out of nowhere in my Twitter feed, I see an article that's been shared by someone, and the headline of that article is, let's talk about the body horror ending of Resurrection. And I just, I sat there dumbfounded, like... Who in their right fucking mind would ever write that headline? And then who would ever, like, see that and then be like, oh, we got to share this with people? Like, who's responsible for putting this into my feed? And here's what's wild about it. I actually clicked into the article, and whoever wrote this article very clearly doesn't think that's a spoiler headline, because the very first thing when you click into the article below the, the date and the author's name is a spoiler warning. <laughs> it says there are spoilers in this article. Bro, there's spoilers in your fucking headline. And clearly, like I said, clearly this person didn't believe that was a spoilery headline. So let me, on the off chance, maybe they listen to this because I'm going to tag them in the post when I put it on Twitter. <laughs> because this is... Here's what happens. You said the body horror ending of Resurrection. Okay, first of all, Michelle, uh, Mm -hmm. have you seen any of the trailers or marketing or promotional materials about this movie in the lead up to its release? I had seen nothing, absolutely nothing, except for the poster. Okay. Have you looked at, like, the Wikipedia articles and the IMDb page and, like, the, the basic descriptions and information there? 
No, I looked at okay. the IMDb page to bookmark. That's oh, it. Well, I, I, I wish you would come in a little bit more prepared for me here, I'm Michelle. Sorry, now I'm, I'm, I'm prepared. I can go I'm Google kidding. now. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, my yep. point is nothing in the presentation of this film and the marketing and uh, putting forward of it, nothing on Wikipedia in its description in the genres that are represented, nothing on IMDb, nothing about any way this movie has been presented suggests there's anything body horror about it to begin nothing with. Nothing even in the movie nothing really would suggest huge, there's huge no... Surprise. And here's the thing. That phrasing is exactly... Is the body horror ending. What does that tell me? That tells me right away before I've even seen the movie is, is oh, there's not a lot of body horror in this movie. It just builds up to one big, crazy, off-the-wall scene. How do I know mm -hmm. that? Because if there was body horror throughout this movie, you wouldn't have said, let's talk about the body horror ending of Resurrection. You would have said, let's talk about the ending of the body horror movie Resurrection. For that matter, mm -hmm. why couldn't you have just said, let's talk about the ending of Resurrection? Why did you have to mention body horror at all? Because you've clearly seen the movie and you know that that's the only moment of body horror in the entire movie. And you put that in your headline that was released on the day this movie was released. What is wrong with you? And it gets even worse because now I'm going. <laughs> it in. gets worse. It gets worse. <laughs> yeah. Because now I'm going. Because uh, oh, so they're going to say, yeah, but what do you ultimately, you know, you know, there's some kind of body horror thing that happens at the end of the movie. Yeah. Going in. Except here's the problem. 20 or so minutes into this movie, there's a weird dude, and you find out that supposedly, uh, on some level, he ate a baby and claims that 20 years later, the baby is still alive inside his body, and I've seen every fucking horror movie that matters in the last 50 years. Of course, my immediate assumption, knowing that there's a crazy body horror ending, is, oh, this movie ends with her cutting that baby out of this dude's gut. And that's exactly what fucking happened. This is one of the angriest moments I've ever seen from you ever. I thought, and I, had, I think it's justified. I thought I had calmed down, like I, I really, I, oh, and I had. I, 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 you're I really definitely did. containing it, but you're it's, definitely furious. No, I, I, and that's what I'm saying. I, I thought I had calmed down, but I have clearly gone back into it because this was. Yeah. And one of my big things I mentioned there, I was like, uh, this movie, it felt like it was a little long. Uh, but I, I have to also say, did it really feel like it was a little long and overblown? Or did I just feel that way because I, I knew in my gut inevitably where this was going and it was just not there yet? It, like, there's nothing in this movie. That ending is very clearly supposed to be a fucking giant shock surprise. It was. For uh, yeah, for, for, <laughs> I'm sure it was incredible for you. Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, and don't get me wrong. It was still very effective. I'm able to be look at it detachedly enough that I can appreciate the movie still. But what I didn't get was the experience of this. I didn't mm -hmm. get to have that moment because this person wrote that headline and it gets worse. Because the reason that headline was in my Twitter feed is because it was tweeted retweeted by Craig Engler, the general manager of Shudder at AMC Networks. <laughs> the general manager of Shudder retweeted that insanely spoilery headline out to people who are following him. People like myself who know horror movies and who have seen everything there is. And will immediately hear, oh, this guy claims he's got a 20-year-old baby inside him and know that, well, that baby's getting cut out of his guts. Yeah. If I, I, hadn't, mean, if I hadn't known to expect a body horror ending, I would have spent this entire movie just being like, this guy is just a fucking chaos, like, he's like a gaslighting, manipulating wizard. Uh, and is is in, he's convinced like he's manipulating and has some sort of control over this woman. I never would have expected where this movie goes. Uh, and don't get me wrong, there I also want to talk at some point after I let you speak here for a while and I catch my <laughs> breath uh, about 
the the ending and and what I actually think about it and the movie, but mm-hmm. I just I could not believe. And when I saw the tweet, I was like, wait, they didn't really. I was like, okay, there's got to be some sort of hitch here, right? Some sort of gag. And so I watched the movie, and I just like the further and further I got into it, the more I dreaded it because I was like, this is going exactly where I already know it's going. So anyway, that was my unfortunate experience with this movie, you guys. Uh, uh, I know Michelle also, uh, when we talked earlier, mentioned that she had some things she wanted to say about this film. Uh, So I am going to drink a a lot of water and try to calm down a little bit and let Michelle talk for a little while. To be fair, I think that you are 100% justified in being angry because if I, I mean, this got a five skull from me because of my experience and the doubt that I had about like, is this guy crazy? Is this reality? What is happening? Like that experience of going back and forth, trying to figure out, is this going to get supernatural at some point? Um, That would have been ruined and I would have been very sad about it. And I think you are completely justified. Uh, We can go ahead and just get into the ending and dissect that because I have a lot of little things to say leading up to that. But I think we just have to talk about what happened uh if you have not seen this movie (laughs) if you made it through all of that and you didn't watch the movie I just I have questions sometimes sometimes I get it like I I understand why some people would just want to listen to us rant about a movie they haven't seen sometimes we're really funny but this one like what are you doing (laughs) yo weirdos I I was just and like look you know I again I have to believe that clearly they didn't think they were being as spoilery as they were with the headline, and clearly yeah. somebody didn't think uh, it was that spoilery either, and were willing to retweet it. But I just I don't understand how you could possibly not think. Th- anyway, okay, I'm done. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> as someone who also uh, sometimes screws up on social media, I get it. Sometimes I put things yeah. and I go, "Oh, I didn't even realize." Like. I'm sure, I don't think that uh, one of the main guys of Shudder would have deliberately ruined a movie in the middle. Right. Like, ha, 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 yeah. Suckers. I mean, he <laughs> is still in charge of, like, the greatest thing that's happened to horror fans in the last 20 years, so. We can forgive him this yeah. one. But Craig Engler, we need a handwritten apology addressed <laughs> to Dating. He's very upset. He's still wearing his We Watch Shudder shirt, but it's covered in tears. It is. It is. <laughs> Uh, okay. Anyway, so to that the ending, actual Michelle. ending. So, guys, yeah, yeah. if if you have so, <laughs> I think to talk about the ending, we have to talk about the basic plot a little bit just to build up to of it, course. right? So let me do Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Rebecca Hall is this woman uh, who we we sort of deduce through the way scenes play out. She's a she's a single mom. Her child is just about to turn eighteen and go off to college. Uh, and she's uh, some kind of boss at some kind of company. I, I don't know if they ever really specified exactly what it was, but it's irrelevant, I, I think, to the movie. Uh, but uh, uh, she suddenly one day at a conference sees this person uh, who it turns out uh, is, as she claims, a ultimately psychopathic person from her past, uh, who she knew at one point, who uh, manipulated and gaslit her as a very young girl into all sorts of painful and ridiculous and and uh, and uh, uh, shameful and and things and whatnot, uh, and then uh, they had a baby, and he supposedly uh, killed and ate the baby. And then made her believe the baby was still alive inside him. And so she finally ran away and hasn't seen him for 20 years. And now suddenly he's back in her life. Is that pretty much it, Michelle? <laughs> yeah. I think you even got into more details than I would have. You perfectly summed it up. Like, and that's, uh, like, don't get me wrong. That's, uh, that's a hell of a premise for a movie. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. Jesus, where is this going? Uh, and of course, through the whole movie, I'm just like, 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 is this guy even real? Does like, does he actually exist, or is she j- this? This movie more than those other movies we talked about, Lucky and Watcher, uh, because it does play like a movie about a woman 
who is being uh, violated and manipulated and abused by a man and nobody will believe her or listen to her. Everybody mm-hmm. just thinks she's crazy. But this movie, more than any of the other two, uh, has genuinely made me still, after having seen it, uh, like 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 she, she is she goes so far over the edge and becomes so unhinged that it makes me wonder how much of that man and his presence and their experience together is even real, right? Mm-hmm. Because I, as far as I can tell, and, and as far as I remember, he never interacts directly with any other person in the film. You see him walking around town, going in and out of places but he never interacts with anybody. Like, I find myself wondering if he even existed at all. And then she goes to this place where he is, and apparently he did exist, or I don't know, maybe the whole thing was part of his delusion, because what does he do, Michelle? Or what does she do, Michelle? Uh, She cuts him open. She takes her son Benjamin out, and then it's a happy ending. She, she cuts his guts open. And just starts pulling intestines and innards and things out of his guts. And then, wouldn't you know it, turns out, no fucking shit, there's that baby. Right there in that dude's fucking guts. And she pulls that baby out and she's loving it. And it's just like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, I still very much was like, like, if I had... Not known that was happening, it would have been such a fucking intense moment uh, because the movie is very psychological and calm. Uh, and then, like, that last scene is very suddenly violent and they're like stabbing each other with cheap kitchen knives. And it just, ah, oh, God, it looked rough. And uh, it's just, the effects were really good. It was like it's like a complete fucking mental breakdown, and I really kind of dug it. Uh, I spent the whole movie, or not the whole movie, but like enough of the movie, wondering not so much is Tim Roth, aka David, who, by the way, I have a very weird crush on Tim Roth, so this was a weird experience for me um, that he was just such an evil psychopath, and I was like, but. But no, Reservoir Dogs, what are you doing? Stop. <laughs> I just, I, I have a weird thing for Tim Roth and I, I had to get over that to continue with the movie. It, it will continue being a weird thing for Tim Roth, but uh, I just, it I had to be mentioned. But uh, so I spent the whole movie not so much wondering, is David real? But is David telling the truth? Did he eat a baby and keep it alive for 20 years? I wavered so much because I was like nothing about this movie is supernatural the entire thing is grounded in reality it is grounded in a lot of manipulation which we will get into and I did want to get into but I was worried about getting too serious at the beginning but now I've realized that we're 23 minutes into this and if they're gonna listen they're gonna listen so we'll get into it at oh, the yeah. end yeah um, Let's just go yeah for it. I yeah but uh the the point where she is pulling out his intestines and she has this moment where she accepts that she was wrong and that there is no Benjamin inside of him. Mm-hmm. And there's this second and then nope, there is a baby. And my mouth opened so wide that I was like, what? <laughs> and it yeah. did not close again because I was like, you serious and then it goes into that like afterlife uh fuzzy happy ending Mm -hmm. which i had to go read many interviews because i had a lot of questions nobody on the staff uh the writers the actors nobody is a hundred percent sure what the actual ending it is it is supposed to be open-ended it's not implying that either she had a psychotic break or this actually happened as it is or anything they just all say it's up for interpretation and I 100% think when she had that moment of reality that she snapped so hard and went I can't live with that and that's what that scream at the very end is all about um because or like the gasp rather uh that she lets out yeah Yeah. like like Okay, so like you you don't actually believe that baby was real, right? Nope. Yeah, nope. okay, yeah, cuz I like absolutely like the baby is not like 
I cannot imagine an interpretation of this film where the baby is real. Oh, uh, it's supposed to be up for interpretation about whether the baby is real. Well, it, it really is. I had to go look up interviews. Oh, no, like, I, are, is it supposed to be? Not, and they're like, it might be real. It might not. No, I, I, I believe that some people might take it that way. What I'm saying mm-hmm. is that I, I am willing to flat out say that anybody who thinks that that baby was real is wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. I had, <laughs> then, it, if it hadn't, that final scene is so white and so fuzzy around the edges that I thought it was so apparent parent that oh, it yeah. was a dream I inter- but when she took the baby out i 100 percent believed it until it went to that really? happy ending white yeah really? i i 100 percent went holy shit this movie did that okay i believed it no, and so that's <laughs> what i mean uh when i say mm-hmm. uh this one uh a, a little bit more or significantly more rather than a movie like uh like lucky or watcher uh definitely uh, this move so like I think those movies all exist on kind of this spectrum of the mm-hmm. uh, of the uh, victimized stalked uh, violated woman right and they they're different levels of that same portrayal mm-hmm. and this one to me because uh, I agree with you to a certain extent my ultimate interpretation of this because because when I, I became convinced that the baby was not real and I I never believed the baby was actually real. That's when I also started thinking, was David even real? Right? And so but here's what I think is the ultimate story here. This is the way I took it. David is real. David was doing exactly what we were talking about, which is somehow through incredible skill and maybe just uh her uh her uh, Maggie, was that her name? Margaret, Maggie. Margaret, Maggie, uh, when yeah. he knew her. They, uh, maybe just her uh, uh, unhealed trauma from that past experience, just in general. Uh, like he would, I think he successfully manipulated her into believing that he really had this baby inside of him, and he was just this fucking bizarre, like oddly psychopathic dude who was just like that's how he manipulates people and then she kills him and then i also agree with you that i think what happens is in that moment when she realizes what she's done she snaps and then she Mm -hmm. sees the baby and then i actually interpreted that last scene with the white room and the the echoey uh, audio and all of that uh Mm -hmm. i ultimately personally interpreted that as her bleeding out and dying uh, but uh, uh, I guess that's that's uh, that is probably more just guesswork than any other part of that. But I don't know. I guess that's kind of how I ultimately interpreted the whole thing. Yeah, I could see that being a, like a heavenly afterlife kind of situation where she gets what she wants. She has sure. a good relationship with her daughter. She has her son back. It's everything's peachy keen. It's definitely at the very least a hallucination or a dream for sure. It's not yeah. reality one way or the other. Yeah, I went back and forth about the baby thing so many times to the point where I I thought maybe and until she actually pulls the baby. Here's how quickly this movie had me changing my opinion. Uh, I thought he was just manipulating her until she actually pulls the baby physically out of him. And then I believed that that baby was real. And then they went to the afterlife scene or whatever that was. And I went, oh, never mind. No, she she broke. Like I went back and forth so much trying to figure <laughs> out what the reality was going to be because this is just, oh, uh, okay. Let's get into the manipulation a little bit because it's, yeah. it's hard to talk about this without talking about that. And like I said, and I I did have time to look up reviews because I finished it and I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? And I had to go read. <laughs> I had to I had to just start taking in reviews, interpretations, interviews. It was one that I immediately had to I had to know more about. Yeah, it. this is why um, I don't know why Michelle was <laughs> commenting on us being twenty three minutes into the episode already because as soon as she finished <laughs> the movie, uh, the first message she sent to me was. Tonight's episode might be a long one. I have so much to say. <laughs> yeah, but we were 23 minutes in and I had I had uh, like taken the cliff notes and tried to like cut my thoughts down. because I was like, I don't want to get into like mental manipulation and how fucked up it is because that's going to be too serious. And we try to be entertaining. But you know what? Fuck it. Come ah, along let's for the talk ride. About it. This movie's intense. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, so there are going to be a lot of people who don't understand how this could possibly happen. Right. And I think that is one of the best things about this movie from the first five minutes. It is 
it is so just I say it is art about a lot of movies that I like, but I think that's just because it's hard to say that's a good movie and elicit the same kind of emotional reaction that I have to these kind of movies. It immediately starts with her coaching a younger woman who is an intern working underneath her about how to deal with a man in her life who is making her feel not good and she says well just tell him to fuck off then and she's immediately this very strong woman who knows exactly what to do exactly what to say she's clearly like big boss lady with her own office she's gonna go jogging and you know that only successful women jog (laughs) (laughs) that's how you know in a movie if it's like oh you look good and you're jogging clearly you're well off living in this beautiful apartment she's a pretty good mother I mean obviously she has a strange no, she has a strained relationship with her teenage daughter because she works too much. She's still providing as well as she can. Her her daughter gets hurt and she feels horrible about not being there right away. But then she is there. I think she's doing what she can. She's not mother of the year by any means. She's not an awful mother. Though. I kind of took her as like even from the get go as being uh, kind of a helicopter mom. Just like like mm-hmm. way overly concerned about the kid and like. I think the kid even gives you that impression uh, right away. They're just like, Mom, it's not a big deal. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah, Uh, and I I agree. But that's her attempt at being a good mother. And it is causing a strained relationship and pushing her further away. I'm saying that if the worst thing you're doing to your child as someone who has experience with that. Uh, if the worst thing you're doing to your child is being too overly protective, but you're not being like abusive, there is clearly a line where people oh, sure, become sure. abusive by being too involved. But yeah. I think she's trying. So like, she's not the worst person in the entire world. Uh, one tiny thing. So you, you had mentioned uh, something you messaged me, but you haven't mentioned in this episode yet was something along the lines of, I don't understand what five second sex scenes will bring to a movie right. or something. <laughs> no like that what i had said was uh someday somebody is going to have to explain to me what a five second flash of people pretending to fuck will ever add to a movie uh and of course i I said that way too soon because the whole uh her her sexual proclivities obviously ultimately ends up playing pretty significantly into the plot of the movie but i feel like my point still stands there are so many movies where just like for uh-uh, no reason I have a at really all, good counterpoint like a, like a five nope. second shot of people <laughs> pretending to fuck for no reason at all in some movies yes in this one i couldn't respond to your message because i specifically wrote down a note about that five second sex scene that i was going to talk about here's what it brought to the movie it brought something i have never seen oh my my God, my cat is knocking a painting off the wall. <laughs> Remember when I said before we started recording, hey, Samwise? I just realized. Yeah, I realized Samwise Gamgee is in here uh, and he's probably going to be a shithead. Give me two seconds and then I'm going to tell you about that sex scene. No Hang problem. <laughs> Michelle's uh, uh, while Michelle's dealing with the cat. I'm going to guess that uh, what she's about to say is that what she liked seeing in that scene was uh, a woman experiencing an orgasm on film. Oh, my God. (laughs) Anyway, uh, we are back. Uh, Hello. Anyway, this five-second sex scene, (laughs) as I was saying. Um, The reason that uh, I wrote down a a note about it is because... For the first time in a movie in my entire life, without any other context or importance, while she is orgasming, there is the sound of a vibrator in that scene. Oh, my God. Is there really? There absolutely is, and I got so fucking excited because in all the other things that they are showing you about this woman being a badass bitch who is literally like a boss bitch and counseling her intern, she does not care if anybody is inter- is uh, intimidated by the sex toy that she needs to get her rocks off. She is using that sex toy. I totally <laughs> missed that detail. Oh, my God. Yeah. So when you said like I don't understand, I went no. This is very, very important. Okay. No, that's so. uh, here's the funny part is uh, uh, while you were dealing with Samwise, uh, I put mm-hmm. a I put a guess on the recording about what your your reasoning was going to be, uh, and <laughs> yep. I feel like a real dummy because what I said was 
uh, Michelle's gonna say something like, "I thought it was uh, what it added to the movie is for the first time uh, I got to see like a portrayal of purely female pleasure on screen in a film." Uh, and yes. I I didn't <laughs> I of. didn't even he, I don't I'll have to go back and watch. I mean I believe you, but I totally mm-hmm. missed that detail. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. And from that moment, I went like, (laughs) I went, this movie is putting in those details because there's absolutely the sound of a vibrator. And I've never seen that in a movie before. It has always been a thing where if somebody introduces a sex toy, it is part of the plot. There's a dialogue about it. It's for comedy most of the time. No, this woman is just like, screw it. This is what I need. And I love that. (laughs) She is such a boss bitch. Oh, for sure. uh, You know what else was mixed into the audio, though? Oh, no. Uh, (laughs) Baby's crying. Wait, in the the sex scene? No, not in the sex scene. (gasps) Okay, I was like, what? In the audio (laughs) of the movie. I should have been more specific. No. Yeah. (laughs) Like, at the end, end when she's, like, all, like, like snuggled up to David and just, like, like being manipulated, like, they very Mm -hmm. subtly incorporate those those baby cries into the the sound. (sighs) I thought that was super cool. Yeah, I think I caught it another time, but not at that one. Yeah. Um, but so <laughs> this episode is off the rails because my cat tried to knock down my <laughs> shit. And then right in the middle of a very good point that I was making about vibrators. And then I had to go <laughs> kick him out and he just started screaming at me because he's a very vocal cat. Oh. Hopefully the recording picked that up, too. He's very loud. But uh, so they start the movie with this woman who is clearly well established and is all the cliches of what a strong woman is supposed to be. And they get all of that completely a hundred percent correct. And then she has a fucking breakdown at what seems to be just like an everyday occurrence meeting later on. We find out it's a seminar, but just she's going about her day and she breaks so hard and it was another moment where I was like, fuck, I am totally on board with where this is going because it shows that you can be the strongest person in all other ways. But if something breaks you, you can't control that. You know, something might come up from your past and this was 20 years prior. And now suddenly she's a wreck and she's not going to work and she's not sleeping. And then the fact that she kind of like relapses back to what she was doing immediately it just uh, I, I I don't know because like the beginning of these kinds of relationships always start off so gradually they're not like that at the beginning this is very unique in the sense that this has been a long time of separation and her being free from that and her thinking that she healed and she's a different person the second he comes back into her life he's like just do me this one little thing and it starts all over again and that was so jarring and so effective for me because it was just like Ugh, no, why? Yeah, and I, I also really liked, like, that first scene, because you see, you know, there's the, the several sequences where she sees him in the distance and just kind of freaks mm-hmm. out, uh, and we don't understand why. But in that first sequence where she finally crosses the street over to the park uh, and encounters oh. him, and where he spends the first couple of minutes of that interaction just literally pretending that he's not the person he is, uh, and they, they just so well established that, okay, this is definitely the bad guy, right? Like, no matter what happens... That smile. Th- right, oh. no matter what happens throughout the movie, and, and they're definitely going to try uh, to convince you that uh, that she's crazy uh, and, and that she's just flipping out and uh, over nothing. Uh, and, uh, like, her daughter is like, Mom, you're having a breakdown, right? And it, it's... Mm-hmm. Like it, because it is a wild story, right? Like, who would believe that? Like, who, like if somebody, like, I thought that's why I thought that scene, uh, where she's telling the backstory to that lady in the office, which first of all is is that very obvious sort of like, oh, we're just gonna put the camera on Rebecca Hall for seven minutes unbroken and let her talk, uh, which is fantastic, but uh, like that experience of just like. Like, who could possibly believe that story? So, yeah, of course nobody believes her. But the fact remains, like I said, I do believe 
that he ultimately, even though I suspected for a while or I vacillated for a while, I do believe he was a real person uh, and he was just really able to get inside her head because of how much he had fucked her up previously, which she had never fully dealt with and, and healed from. Yeah, she never went to therapy. She said she'd never told anybody about right? it. So imagine just coming face to face with this guy who the quote that she used was he forbade me from giving birth. Right. That is just it's that level of manipulation where there's nothing she can. I mean, there's things she can do about it, but there's nothing she was like going to do right. about it. And he just said, you're not allowed to do this. So she immediately felt broken because she broke one of his rules. It's one of those situations where you can't win. And it's just, oh, my God, it, it got to me so much because I think this movie also, uh, it did something that I think was a good choice in that they never mention any physical abuse. Nope. This is all about mental abuse and mental manipulation. And well, I guess I, I would, would say with the one caveat that a lot of the kindnesses definitely sounded like they would ultimately yes. be very painful or uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's it's also this area that she has to go to the police and say, he's harming me. Well, what is he doing? He's making me sit in an uncomfortable position in a park. It's one of those things where, like, clearly he is fucked up and he's doing this to her. And there's not like other people aren't going to be like, oh, well, they'll just be like, stop going to the park then. And why are you walking barefoot to work? Right. Just right. don't and, do and those things. Like, and the, 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 the answer to that ultimately is... Well, you see, he ate my son 20 years ago, and he's still <laughs> alive inside David's belly. Yep. What? And What? <laughs> and that also, that scenario of he ate my son is so... It's fucked up! <laughs> it's, it's more... I think the fact that this goes to those extremes of like, it's so unbelievable, but then what's the alternative is kind of the thing. Like right. if she believes that he ate the son, that's fucked up, but she has to have hope that like, maybe, maybe he, he's still alive and in there and everything's fine. Uh, he, if he, she comes home and the baby's gone, like is the good alternative that he's living inside this guy who says that he's, living inside of him or is it better oh, to assume that your son is dead that's like, the yeah that's the other thing i wanted to point out i absolutely believe david killed that baby i don't believe yeah. david i may i'm not even sure if i believe david actually ate the baby i absolutely believe david killed that baby uh the two fingers left on the counter is fucked up yeah yeah it is and it's, I think this movie, I was already, like I said, that, that initial thing where I was like, yeah, you're a cliche boss bitch. I love it. Oh, now you're introducing, because I knew nothing. So I was like, oh, now you're introducing a previous abuser of some sort. Okay, we've seen this before, but you're a boss bitch. You broke. I like the, the two extremes. And then that monologue she gave just really just cinched it for yeah. me because the things she's talking about to an extent, it's believable. Then it crosses into that's fucking crazy for us to hear that, that he's talking about how he's God and how she starts hearing her baby inside of him as an outside observer. That's fucking insane. That's what what are you talking about? Yeah. But then you watch her go through the transformation where she is exhausted. Sleep deprivation can make you do the craziest things. I bet she was sleep deprived as hell back when she knew David. Yeah. And was also a young woman who didn't know a lot. And he was much older yeah. and probably I mean, had a the, lot more experience. Ultimately, the whole point of the uh, uh, yeah. sorry, that's the whole point of the kindnesses, right? Is yeah. it's that it's that physical exhaustion and torment mm -hmm. and and manipulation to put you into a a very it's almost a, a type of hypnosis. It puts you into a very suggestible state. Mm -hmm. And you're watching the beginning of the movie and you're like, this is a very strong woman who knows exactly how to deal with people being awful. You tell them to fuck off. She would never let this happen to her. And then we let we watch her let it happen a second time in her life. And you just a second see her time get, by the same person. No, yes. Yeah. 
And you just watch her get beat down immediately. And I, it just, it's so effective because you're like, no, you're not the same woman from when you were 18. You're entirely different. You know exactly what to do. You're very strong. You're teaching your daughter, Abby, to be very strong. Uh, you're mentoring interns in your office. Right. You're not going to let that happen. And it does. Well, and I mean, that's, that's sort of the crux of that story, right? Yeah. Is like... Even if you believe every word of that story, how does anybody like like she sees herself as the bad guy in that story because she abandoned mm-hmm. her son and just like it's like what do you, like that demonstrates the extent of how fucking brainwashed she has been. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, just, I it's uh, I, I mean, you can't <laughs> say enough good things uh, about Rebecca Hall's performance here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I don't know. I don't want to get into too much heavy stuff on this, but I will say that I totally get what she experienced. The relapse is horrifying and is a thing that I've had a fear of a lot in my life. Um, but that, like, trying to explain, oh, I let him do this to me and there's not really an explanation of why it's it's one of those things of just like you don't understand because you weren't there it wasn't like this it was a gradual thing he was so nice then he did a little thing and that was okay and then he was really nice about it afterwards and you're seeing it happen in the office of oh you were in the park in an uncomfortable position for many hours nobody else knows how strong you are and he's complimenting her. He's saying, like, you're not weak oh, yeah. for giving in to me. You're showing your strength. And it just ah this this movie fucked me up. Yeah, it's a <laughs> it's a it's a it's a hell of a display. I again I can't even I can't say mm-hmm. enough either about Tim Roth. Uh like oh, his yeah. his character. Who I have is, weird feelings is, about already. <laughs> right. I mean his character obviously is awful and terrible and uh really horrific in a number of ways. But uh, the performance and execution of it, uh, he and, and Rebecca Hall together. Uh, well, you know what, Michelle? We've talked enough about this movie at this point that I, I ultimately I really have convinced myself that my, my only real complaints about the movie uh, are, uh, are mostly related to just, I feel like, as with a lot of movies, I think this one could have been maybe about 15, 20 minutes shorter. I did think <laughs> some things. Uh, but I, I, I just... I, I can't think of a, a, a legitimate thing that this movie actually did poorly. We're giving this one the double five. This is a... I, I'm not going to let some fucking ridiculous spoiler experience uh, ruin uh, this uh, this review. This The more I sit here and talk about it, the more I'm just like, yeah, this was a, this is a really... like it, Because it is. like uh, This is a particularly wild story, but... How many times have you heard somebody talk about how, like, like you know, they they tried to tell us, but none of us believed them, and it wasn't nearly this maddening, right? Like, it wasn't nearly mm-hmm. this insane. Uh, and I think that's kind of the point, is you illustrate that idea by going to that extreme. Uh, and I yeah. thought it was, uh, I thought it functioned on a, a lot of awesome levels. Uh, I do also you... want to quickly point oh. out uh, this movie uh, just out of nowhere, right about in the middle of it, has one of the fucking greatest jump scares I've ever experienced in a long time. When she's in uh, the the hotel room and all of a sudden that lady just starts shouting get out at her because you think it's it's David has come back and is standing in the doorway. Fuck, that was glorious. <laughs> that was so good. Um, did you cheer out loud when she pulled the second knife out yes! of her leg grab? Yes! I sat there the I whole time. The whole did. time I was like, she better have a second knife in her yep. pant leg. She better I bet she had a third a and a fourth. She was ready. Her, and she had a second knife in oh, her pant I got so leg. For that. I was like, yeah. It's uh Yeah, uh, yeah and, and I I just, yeah, this was uh I, I really Man, what a fucking bummer that I didn't get to have that experience. But like, that's not the movie's fault, man. They this is a this is a <laughs> hell of a fucking movie. Yeah, 
I I knew I was going to have a really hard time summing it up within the length of a reasonable podcast. Like this movie, our episode has probably gotten a little too long. But I'm glad that we could at least like get into right. some of the parts because I went back and forth so much. And unless you have a life experience that you can relate to that is similar to Rebecca's, you're not going to get it. And this will be harder for you to be on board with potentially. For sure. Um, and I just I so it's hard to explain because it's like, yeah, I get it. She was insane. She's embarrassed about being insane. She feels guilty for it. And now she's doing it again. And that's the real horror of this movie. It's not even so much the ending. It's the fact that he was able to get back into her head just immediately. Right. That's the really true scary part of this. And, oh, and then it, also the movie. baby in his guts. <laughs> I mean, I guess that part was like a nice, happy ending. Everybody's well, I mean, happy. This movie ultimately <laughs> is uh, another example of one of my favorite kinds of horror stories. Uh, you see it also in a movie like Saint Maud uh, or a movie like The Witch, uh, which is this very slow, psychological, moody, creepy burn to this explosion of like what the fuck i love those kind of movies audition is probably one of the the utmost examples uh but this mm-hmm. is another great entry in, in that uh i this one what a year for horror it's been michelle yeah, I was really excited for October because a lot of these I had on my list anyway. So when I saw that they were getting released on Shutter, I got very excited. And I'm glad we got to end with this one as the last exclusive and or original. But don't worry, folks. We've still got two more coming two out more. in October. We've got yeah, Hellbender we've... tomorrow and then the big mm-hmm. surprise finish on Monday. Yep. <laughs> big surprise finish. It is. <laughs> it's a good I one. Think, I think you got angrier today than you did during the Halloween episode the first time. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe. maybe uh, roughly the same. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. It's it's on par. Uh, but they'll have to figure out what the movie is on Halloween to figure out what we're talking for sure. about. It's, uh, it's, uh, is it a trick or is it a treat? We're going to find out, guys. We're going to find out. It is both. It's both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you listen this far gold star for you yeah star with sparkles guys uh uh if you've listened i'm sorry that i rambled i just i had so many thoughts and it was so like i I just love this movie i yeah i uh uh and i'm glad that you did because again a lot of your uh uh elements are are a lot of what made me realize i definitely enjoyed this movie more than my uh experience of it was uh, able to allow uh but Mm -hmm. yeah this was this was real, real good, and uh, I'm glad we got to see it and talk about it, and I don't know how to Me end too. episodes. Uh, you probably already follow us on some kind of social media, but if you don't, we're on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. It's at we Watch Shutter on all of those things. Uh, and, uh, yeah, what else should we talk about, Michelle? Is that it? I think at 52 minutes, we're good. Yeah, <laughs> we can let them go. Thanks for tolerating <laughs> us, guys. Uh, <laughs> this is, uh, well, I mean, we're only about half the length of the actual movie at this point, so it's not so bad. I know, <laughs> and yet we did not sum it up as well as the movie did. Damn it. We didn't give a quicker synopsis. Somehow we left out so much. <laughs> oh, Lord. Say goodnight, Michelle. Oh. Good night, Michelle.